Hey everyone, it's Michael, reporting live from my car once again with another quick little bonus episode. I've been inspired to do this by Drew Heifetz. Uh, He posted a YouTube video the other day about the three pillars of marketing. And if you haven't seen this video, I encourage you to go check it out. But it got me thinking. I started thinking about another marketing strategy that I recently stumbled upon and have found really applicable to my business. And so I thought, hey, I can drop some knowledge for y'all as well. So Aaron and I are currently re-watching The Last Dance on Netflix. And if you've seen the series, you might remember that toward the beginning of his NBA career, Michael Jordan wanted to sign a sneaker deal with Adidas, which was the top dog athletic brand in the mid-80s. However, those big brands were not just giving out contracts to rookies, and so Jordan had to look elsewhere. He was convinced by his mother to go visit the Nike campus in Oregon. Nike was more known for their track shoes at that time, but they tried their darndest to woo Jordan, and it worked. He realized that Nike was going to be all in on him, and they could put forth a better deal than any of the other brands. The price was right. And of course, the rest is history. Nike had hoped to sell $3 million worth of Air Jordans in the first three years. They ended up selling $126 million in the first year alone. Rewatching this sequence in the documentary prodded me to further investigate Nike's pivot as a brand. I mean, other than having Michael, what changed for them? What in the mid to late 80s took them from a run-of-the-mill running shoe company to the biggest athletic brand in the world and one today that is at least three times more valuable than Adidas. The answer, as it turns out, was super exciting to me because it's something that any business owner can use to refocus their brand. In 1987, Nike was trailing behind Reebok which was in second place to Adidas. And they realized they could use a big marketing push. So they brought in Scott Bedbury as their in-house advertising director and hired a new ad agency, Wyden and Kennedy, to help them kind of regroup. The most well-known fruit of this decision still exists today, and you probably recognize it. It's recognized around the world I'm talking about their slogan, just do it. Now, there's lots that's already been said about the slogan, its value, its effectiveness, its endurance for almost four decades now. But I want to talk about the lesser known result of this decision, and that is the brand mantra. Scott Bedbury from Nike came up with the idea of having a brand mantra, and most large companies, have since used this formula to refocus their own brands. So on the surface, the concept of a brand mantra is pretty simple. It's just a few words that describe the essence of your brand. The first word Bedbury said should be emotive. How will your brand make people feel? Are your customers on the whole happy, fun, thoughtful? The second word is descriptive. What's at the heart of what your business does? Think of a word that describes that mission as it relates to your products and overall messaging. Just for reference, Disney's descriptive word in their mantra is family. 
The final word encapsulates your brand's function. What are you selling? Of course, this could just be your product, but it could be even more philosophical than that. For example, if you're producing movies, you might think movies are your product, but what you're really selling is the experience of entertainment. I'm sure at this point, you're wondering what was the mantra that Nike came up with. And I think when you hear it, you'll recognize these values in everything that they do, even today. Authentic athletic performance. So why does this matter? Well, it's important to point out here that a brand mantra isn't a slogan. It's not meant to be public facing. Authentic athletic performance does not equal the just do it of Nike. Um, But identifying these core values of your brand internally allows you to do what you do best at an even higher level. Because every day-to-day decision that you make can be passed through the filter of your brand mantra. And if each of your products, Instagram posts, advertisements all fit the mission of the three-word mantra, your messaging as a brand will become clearer and you'll begin to become more effective than ever before. Ever since I've learned about the brand mantra, I've begun brainstorming what our mantras would be for our two businesses, Slater Thrifts and Wayback Kids, and I think I've got a good idea of what they are. So now I'm kind of looking for more areas of my life that I could integrate this concept. I've heard of people creating a mantra for their personal style or even for their Instagram feed. So there's no shortage of possibilities. Anyway, if you like this idea, I encourage you to use it and let me know how it goes. I'm at Canteat Pod or at Slater Thrifts on IG. Y'all have a good rest of your week.